time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Z97.5, getting things started with the Knoxville, Tennessee band, Broken Side. Brand new tune called The Bottom. Check them out on Facebook.com slash Brokenside865, and you can find a link on how you can get a hold of the band's EP. Promise you, it is totally worth it. Welcome to the program. I am Samantha Knight, excited for part two of my conversation with the other Knoxville, Tennessee band that's a part of this show right now, Eyes Like Ice. That will come your way tonight. Show news with Guerrilla Warfare and
Island of Serpents. You're going to hear from Existing in Exile, Stray Nova, and more. So glad to be spending a Sunday night with you. Uh, as I said, new stuff. From Goodbye June as well, this one debuted for you last week. A new album is on the way in February, but it's already available for pre-order. Log on to the band's website or their Facebook page and check them out. Goodbye June, the new tune. Step aside. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
around the region on Z97.5 out of Coleman, Alabama. That is Shallowside with their spin of Journeys Separate Ways. The band on the road this weekend up in Wisconsin. Then they will be coming to see us in just a couple of weeks on the 24th of September. The show at The Warehouse. Get your tickets now. Check out Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks for all of the details. While you're there, you can also check out their event calendar and you're going to see a couple of dates for our friends in Guerrilla Warfare. One show happening on November 4th, the next one on November 6th. So let's check out this track that they put together as part of a charity record. And it's all to raise money for Animal Shelter, which is really cool. You can learn more about it on the band's Facebook page. Guerrilla Warfare with Devil's Night on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. With Samantha Knight, everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 of Serpents and Black Zodiac. Looking forward to getting a new track from them in the coming weeks. Also going to get some time scheduled with them to sit down and talk because it's been a hot minute since those guys have been in my studio. In the meantime, you can check them out. They got a couple of shows lined up. First one coming up on October 8th and the second one on November 4th as they'll be teaming up with Guerrilla Warfare as well. Both shows happening at The Warehouse. Check out Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks to get show details. I am Samantha Knight, joined once again with the gentleman of Knoxville, Tennessee's Eyes Like Ice, part two of our conversation. Let's get to know each other. So then let me kind of go through individually here and, and get a little bit about your backgrounds. And we'll start over here with you, Brandon, as far as like growing up. And I'm sure you two might have similar stories since you're siblings and whatever. But you'll get your moment. Tell me a little bit about, you know, growing up, what your household was like, you know, as far as like music that was being played in the household. What made you decide, okay, I want to be a musician. I want to be a rock star. And oh, by the way, I'm going to play bass. Yeah. Um, So me and Dylan growing up, like we music was always in our lives. Like even going on road trips, our dad would play guest the band going down the road. Fun. Yeah. It was super cool. Definitely got us into, you know, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, which was one of our father's favorites. So we definitely had that rock genre in our background. Mm -hmm. And little known fact, mine and my brother's great uncle is Lester Flatt. Okay. Anybody doesn't who that know that is Beverly Hillbillies. He wrote that. Oh, um, no kidding. So we have a really big bluegrass influence in our background. Nice. Um, but yet neither one of you played bluegrass. You had no bluegrass influence until JD no, comes in. No. Okay. Um, I've, I've played everything from metalcore to I was toured with a country guy for a year and a half, a CMT artist. And, you know, rock is just what I love playing. Mm-hmm. Um, grew, growing I'm guessing up, the country artist paid the bills, though. Yeah, definitely. I was able to kind of quit my job for like a year and a half and play country and it was and toured the country and it was really cool. But just always wanted to fall back on that rock background, you know, so that's that's kind of where I come where I'm from and what I know. So was there was there any artist in particular aside from, you know, what you were listening to with dad? Was there any artist in particular that like influenced you the most? Probably my number one influence is Coheed and Cambria. Wow. Breaking, Breaking Benjamin. Okay. Um, definitely the newer uh, Creed was always a big one growing up. As much as people like to hate on Creed, I mean. I'm just going to have a moment where you say Creed growing up. Because- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. I still love you. It's not. It's not the first time that's happened in this room. Uh, you know, whether it's Creed or you know, I grew up listening to Limp Biscuit or I grew up listening to that. I'm like, grew up to it, huh? Okay. Yeah, Dylan's All definitely right. a Limp Biscuit head over there. Love it. Before every show, I make sure everywhere we go before we like go on stage, just so mm-hmm. everybody knows we're about to go on. They play Limp Biscuit. What do you crank up from Limp Biscuit? Any, anything and everything, or do you have like a song that's well, like before, your, your no, before the show down. is break stuff? Like okay. they have to play break stuff before we go up there. If they ain't got it, then. Roland's okay too, but okay. That's like the two songs before we go on stage. Like. This is I'm I'm gonna be that total bitch right now and like judge your book by its cover because I'm sitting here trying to picture you. First off, like in your white t-shirt and your button-down shirt, and um, you know, as, as you said, what you call them, Abercrombie and yeah. Fitch, Abercrombie and Fitch over here, and I'm trying to picture you like all of a sudden just jumping up and down and trying to get all psyched up and then ripping your clothes off to become yeah. because he looks like all such right. a sweet boy, doesn't he? It's like she knows you. No. Uh, yeah. He's such a sweet boy. He's two completely different people, though. Uh-huh. I mean, like, You're a Gemini, uh, aren't you? No? You, no, no you, give him, you give okay. him one shot, one shot. Oh, one okay. shot, that's yeah. it? Shirt comes off, the leopard shorts come on. Mosh I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I mean, cheeks are hanging out the bottom. Oh, this is, it's impressive. He starts screaming at me. I get, I'm yeah. impressed. <laughs> Sling, slamming beers, taking like, shots, okay. in the mosh pit, it's accidentally like broke some rib cages. If Molly had a mascot, it would be Dylan. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I thought Tommy Lee's junk was his was their mascot, but okay. <laughs> that might be for us too. I don't know. <laughs> so obviously, with you then with Limp Biscuit, so you're growing up listening to the same things. But for you, it was it was that whole like rock, hip hop, new metal crossover stuff that was going on for you. Is that is that uh, what inspired you? Well, I I listened to more of the classic rock stuff. So mostly. it was Tommy listen- Lee in his leopard print bikini. No, even older than that, like Wishbone Ash. Blind faith, like don't that lie. Kind of you stuff. had that Tommy Lee poster up in your bedroom. <laughs> so did definitely I. did not. But <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, I did not. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, as it gravitated, like, and Brandon started listening to the harder rock. Like, I was constantly listening to like Slipknot and all that stuff with him. And I mainly like, as far as drums goes, I got hooked on Tool, Danny okay. Carey. Yeah, you know, and that's like we got several songs where I just have. Just the ongoing like rhythm on the toms, and that's I guess that's my big influence from Tool. Cool. Thank you. I like it. I like it. I like it. Kevin. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so we know well, your dad is out in the lobby. So did yeah. your dad have some influence on on you and your musical background Absolutely. and wanting to become a singer? He's he's taught me and showed me everything I ever knew. I mean, I got mu- musical influence from both my mom and my dad, but my dad was a disc jockey, a freeform disc jockey through, from 1968 through like the mid eighties. And, um, so he was there, you know, he was, yeah. I have, I have some air checks that I, I listen to. I still listen to sometimes where he was introducing the door as LA woman when it first came out, Yeah, you know, wow. I mean, so like, uh, yeah, some, and, see that's and, something I can nerd out on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it still gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool, you know, and, and so, uh, like they said, you know, playing like, you know, guess who this band is, that was like huge in my world. So, you know, and I had my brother, he was two, two and a half years younger than me, and so uh, we did everything like that as well, and he, he wanted to test us, he wanted us to know every little thing, every little story about, you know, what's, uh, you know, you've been on the in the desert on a horse with no name, what's the name America. of the horse? Okay, <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's a great name, yeah, that's a great band, you know, right. but there's all like those little secrets, you know, that he would know. We thought it was so much so fun. So your dad is much like I am and where we just have our heads crammed full of useless, useless Absolutely. little musical yeah. facts and tidbits yeah. that nobody... And he blessed me yeah. with that as well. So, yeah. That's uh, I got mine from my father, too. My yeah. father was a music history teacher, so I'm just like sponge, yeah.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Eyes like ice out of Knoxville, Tennessee. The tune is called Bullet. Going to bring you a brand new song from them next week on the program. In the meantime, getting to know the gentleman and a little bit about influences and how you learned to write, Kevin, which some help came from your dad. Writing songs and, and, and listening and knowing good music, he wanted to show me and teach me everything about every single genre. He wanted, you know, he started me really on like 50s bebop. Like, So did he come at you as to try and teach you to be a singer and a writer or to, no, to be a musician in no, general? Actually, he, he just was encouraged me to dream as big as I possibly could and know that I could accomplish it. And nice. so he was all about music. Mm-hmm. And so we just, he never pushed anything on us at all. It was just, we thought he was the coolest thing that ever lived. And that's what he loved. And that's what he did. And so like, that's what we wanted to do. Right. You know, me and my brother, we wanted to be rock stars. We used to put on uh, like concerts in our front yard, just like, you know, we had microphone stands and everything and put Aerosmith on and like, you know, just mimic and yeah. And and, and voice over the, the the words and everything and like so it's it's just it's always been huge uh, to us and the, it just kind of came natural. Do you, you know? play an instrument? I don't. So did you always wanted to be a singer then? Uh, my dad got me a guitar when I was seven and and I I played a couple of times. But singing was my thing. And it actually, it really started with my grandmother because she's like, she was all about music as well. She could play the everything by ear. She could play several oh, different wow. instruments by ear. And she I loved to sing. I envy those people. And she loved, uh, she loved Stevie Wonder. And there was a couple of different songs. And so, and, and I love my grandmother. And I wanted to impress her. Uh, that's part of me. I guess that's why I'm a singer. I like to just, I like to strut a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, uh, and I love my grandmother. So I would go up there and uh, that's where I started. I would go and I would practice. Practice, 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 and then I would go sing to my grandmother. You know, so that's what it all. It was all about really impressing my dad and my grandma and my mom and all of them at first. You know, I was like, look, I, I can sing, and they were like, well. You- yeah, actually, you, you you can sing, you know, a little bit, but they were all so hard to impress in some ways because <laughs> they were like, you know, they they weren't going to push something on me. They don't want your head to get too big or, too fast. Well, yeah, and they have to deal with me still every day, so it's um <laughs> it's been a double edged sword for them. But Kevin, you are moving around so much. This <laughs> this interview is going to be. He's way in the background and way oh, up close fine. and off to the That's side. That's why I've got my headphones on so I can yeah. tell just how he sounds. So um, you are everywhere. Uh, but yeah, so uh, my parents were extremely influential. My brother, actually, um, and, and, and everybody that grew up around, actually, we started going to concerts, big concerts, when we were seven years old. Nice. We lived in Denver. We, there was a place called Fiddler's Green. I'm very familiar with it, okay, yes. Okay, so we, would, we went to see Poison, we went to see Warren, we went to see Metallica, Guns N' Roses, all, you know, in that era. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I didn't get to go to this one, which I hate to this day because I was, I was too busy doing whatever, being cool. But um, <laughs> my brother got to see Alice in Chains on their very first tour, oh, which, wow. which Poison took them out on yeah, their very first tour. I remember. And, uh, and I was like, oh my. Like, you know, and I looked back because Alice in Chains became one of our best yeah. and most, you know, favorite bands in the whole entire universe. They're, but they're, I had the same situation in a 300 capacity room with Pearl Jam. Oh, my God. And I turned it down. Oh, my God. I turned God. it down because it was right. It was right when 10 came out, but before they exploded. Oh, God. And I was just like, oh, and, and Nirvana, they played a little tiny club called Duffy's in Lincoln, Nebraska to oh like, you know, God. 25 people. Yeah. Before, yeah. <clears throat> I have a, those kind of things just hurt a little bit. Oh, like, oh. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You hear about those stories, you know, like, and that's why, you know, it is important. 
important to get out and go to the shows sure. like it is because you never know who that big next thing is. You know, Knoxville, like you're saying, is popping. There's a lot of there talent out there. There's a lot going on in Knoxville. And, 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 and they're, you know, they're coming, they're coming out. But that's the thing. You need to get out there. Everybody needs to get out there and check out that Nick's Big Bang because mm-hmm. we're 10, 20 years from now, people are going to be telling this very story about someone else and they're like, oh my God, like, Eyes Like Eyes played at the warehouse for like 23 people and like... And now they're now playing you, Madison Square Garden. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but we can all dream. I, hey, that's well, what we're all talking hey, about here is, is, living, is living your dreams. That's right. Were you a natural writer or did you have to have some practice in learning how to write song lyrics? Because writing is one thing. Writing poetry is another thing. Writing song lyrics that can fit around music is an entirely oh, yeah. different creature. So I started with poetry young and then I started... I wrote my first song when I was in sixth grade. Wow. And then I, I was all about rhymes and poetry and everything like that. And I just liked to do it because it was fun and I liked I liked rhyming and stuff. And you know it's challenging. So I kept pushing it and I get I, I got good at poetry, but I, I didn't feel like I was, you know, a songwriter yet. Because like uh like some of the movies say, you know, until you have lived a little bit and felt that pain mm-hmm. You got nothing to write about. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I, I wrote what the, my seventh grade little heart could could do. But Jenny doesn't like me anymore, that bitch. Yeah. And, and, but but it, no matter, even if you have, you know, I, I was blessed with some, uh, some natural songs. talents as far as like writing and singing, things like that. But I was in my room every single day for hours and hours and hours perfecting singing from so the time no I was nine, eight, nine, ten years old. Oh, yeah. I, I still was able to hang out and, and do all the stuff. But but that How was important How did you make time for your friends when you were doing this? I never stopped. I never stopped. I never have. I don't really. I didn't sleep till I was about in my thirties. Just get cocaine running through your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I every day for in and you know anybody in my family can attest to that. And yeah. I got in trouble with my grandma quite a bit. She had the room above me, and she would she would had this broom handle, oh, no. and she would go boom 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 boom. <laughs> Because I would be singing, and I was I was listening to everything you could think of. I mean, I've my influences go from R and B and you know four part harmony, like you know boy band type stuff, mm-hmm. to to blues, to to heavy metal, to everything. You know, I mean, I I just I liked I liked everything, but I was I was testing the bound, and I was practicing every single day and writing and writing and writing, and it took me years even doing that. Yeah, and and I still every single day I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday. That's good, though. You know. I mean, and writing is uh, too. I mean, it's it's a skill that you just have to do all the time, and 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 being able to get to that place where you can be honest enough with yourself mm-hmm. and be able to channel it like that while being truly honest. That's when you get those super super special songs that everybody's like, "Oh my God, how yeah. did that happen?" You know, but it doesn't it doesn't happen easy. It's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C ninety seven five.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5, the other L.A. and Speak Soft. That was one of the first songs we had from the band. But they did a little remix, remaster, zhuzhed it up a little bit. Yes, I said zhuzhed and have re-released it. You have got uh, your opportunity to check out a lyric video. They're working on a video for it right now. And, of course, you have the ability to get it on your streaming platforms if you would like to download it there. Some cool news for the band. Of course, you know, not that long ago they got signed to Freak Machine Records, along with uh, Renee Phoenix, Fit for Rivals, and a few others. Well, Freak Machine Records now has an offshoot called The Scarlet Room. They refer to it as an unlabel. I kind of like this idea. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the unlabel. <laughs> we'll see what happens with all of that and the other artists on there. I am Samantha Knight, Rock Around the Region, continuing on with Stray Nova and their brand new tune, Do It Again.
Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
talk around the region on Z97.5, existing in exile that is forged in fire. Been kind of quiet with those guys for a while, but they've got a show planned for you in the month of November. In fact, on November 6th, a night of metal happening at the warehouse with existing in exile modern primates. And uh, let's see who else is on this list. Guerrilla Warfare and a bunch of others. So make sure you check out Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks for details about that and all of the other shows that are going on. As I said, Shallow Side on the 24th of September. Guerrilla Warfare have two dates, November 4th and 6th at the Warehouse of Serpents on October 8th and November 4th. The Other LA will be in town on October 2nd and existing in exile part of that big show on November 6th. I am Samantha Knight. We're going to wrap things up here in just a few with Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5. Show when these ashes fall from the sky. 